Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We, we try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. Welcome to The Big Chat and today I am super excited to be speaking to Jamie Cook from SPN. Hello Jamie. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good thanks, how are you? Oh my god, I'm so good and it's so good to see you here. I can't say I've been wanting to talk to you for a long, long time so thank you for coming in. Yes, it's a pleasure, thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome, you're so welcome. So for those that don't, everyone must know in Tumbridge Wells, SPN Studio, Spin Studio, extraordinaire. But tell people that don't a bit about a bit about you know who you are, where you've come from, what you're doing, and then we'll get really stuck into it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, SPN is a boutique fitness studio which started in Tunbridge Wells. It actually started from my home in my cellar, um, but we have one location in Tunbridge Wells, one location in Tunbridge Wells, and we've just opened our second location in Seven Oaks, which is a bit bigger. Um, So our first location is uh, fitness classes and nutrition. Um, We run retreats in Mallorca. We were meant to go to California last year, but because of the pandemic, couldn't. Um, We do one-to-ones. We're kind of all about community and that holistic sort of approach to fitness and wellness. Um, Studio number two has a treatment room where we will have... um, massages, facials, um, beauty, uh, when I say beauty, mostly things like microneedling and peels, and we have uh, nutrition, biohacking, so DNA testing, hormone testing, and uh, microbiome testing, and we also um, are working with GPs, so we're going to have GP clinic there every Friday where we're integrating um, medical with holistic so you can um, attend what's called a well-being clinic and see a GP, see a nutritional therapist and see um, somebody for physio- physiological sort of issues as well. That's amazing. Yeah. So we're just we're growing, which is super exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we do classes. We do sort of floor classes as well as spin classes. Um, our floor classes include bar, boxing, Pilates, yoga, TRX, strength training, um, and then our spin classes, we have two types of spin classes, one which is more kind of EDM dancing on the bike and another one which is more performance based, like um, FTP testing and stuff. Goodness me. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, how did it? So you said it started in your cellar. Yes. So tell me about that in okay. the cellar. So, I mean, you know, backstory, what were you doing before the cellar? Okay. Anyway, I was in fashion for 10 years. Okay. So I had my own business in fashion previously. I would never have guessed you in fashion, Jamie. <laughs> you always look impeccable. So, wow. Okay. So for 10 years. Yes. So, um, 
I basically uh, started a company in 2003, which was um, called the Mukluk Boot, which mm-hmm. was the fur boot with the pom-poms and the Indian beading. Wow. Which um, Kate Moss was one of my first customers. Um, I had a big celebrity following, was selling through um, high-end retailers like Harrods and Selfridges. Um, we had, uh, I had seven agents working um, in various countries selling the product to um, department stores, high-end retail. Um, So that was my first business. And I ran that for 10 years, uh, evolved into summer um, lines, uh, kids' clothing, that sort of thing. So that was a very different business to what I'm doing now because it was Mm. production-based. So it was... um, you know, it was kind of designing in-house and then producing something, which, you know, initially our boots were made in Canada. So that was that nice link to home. Um, and uh, and then, you know, we had our sales agents who were selling it basically um, globally for us. So, yeah, so I did that. And um, through that kind of period, I started having children and, you know, settling down. I was living in London at the time. And... Um, when I got pregnant with my third, I we decided to to make the move out to um, Tunbridge Wells mm-hmm. to just we live just outside of Tunbridge Wells, and I kind of was at that point where I was like, okay, I think I'm sort of gonna wind it down a bit with the business mm-hmm. and maybe have a, a little bit of a break because I'd never I've never not worked since I was 12 years old, which is kind of nuts. That's I've crazy. always had that ethic. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, I, th- I was like, yeah, I'm going to take six months off and just sort of enjoy having a baby. And, you know, um, and so I did that and I felt really lost and I felt like I'd lost my identity because mm. that was a big part of a big chunk of my life, you know, in terms of my career. And um, and I didn't really enjoy not working because <laughs> I like to be busy. I could totally relate. Yeah. 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 So, um I, yeah, so then I was kind of thinking about what I was going to do next. And I, I was, I've, I've always been really into interiors, which is, again, sort of that design side of things. So I was thinking, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll have like a little stint in interiors because it's kind of a natural progression from fashion. And um, so it was just kind of finding my, my, my way, really. Um, I had the baby, uh, Monty, who's now eight, which is crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, we... Uh, my husband and I had decided to take a trip to Ibiza for a couple weeks um, in the summer. And um, so we were on holiday and we unfortunately were involved in a car accident, which herniated discs in my spine on our, I think it was our second day away. Thankfully, the kids weren't with us. So I was hospitalized and I was um, in hospital for five days. They wanted to do discectomy, so they wanted to remove the disc. Goodness me. Uh, and I didn't feel comfortable being in Spain, um, so I wanted a second opinion. So I decided to, um, on a lot of painkillers, decided to come back to London. I saw a neurosurgeon at London Bridge Hospital who um, said to me that, you know, you don't need to have surgery. You're young, you're fit. You know, you, you really don't need to worry about it, but it's going to be a long road to recovery. Mm-hmm. Through that process, um, I saw osteos. I mean, I was I was very fortunate because I wasn't working. I could throw all my energy and resources into it. And I saw osteos, and um, I was doing Pilates three times a week, private Pilates. And within three, four months, the progression was, like, insane, like how quickly my body started to, to change yeah. in terms of, like, um, you know, the, the pain management, 
um, the mobility in my spine. Um, you know, I started with un- the inability to lift my child out of the cot. I couldn't mm. stand up in the mornings. Like it was really debilitating to, you know, being able to kind of start moving again. Um, and I saw the same neurosurgeon six months after my first um, appointment and he was blown away. He was just like, I don't understand. Like I've never, I just can't believe the way you're moving. I can't believe like, you know, the journey that you've, you've been on, like, what have you been doing? And I said, to be honest, I think it's the Pilates. Yeah. And at that very time, I thought this is what I want to do. I want to help people who, cause I know how awful it is to have mm-hmm. back pain. So I, um, I dedicated two years to studying and training as a Pilates teacher. Um, I went up to London to body control Pilates and did my training there. And um, yeah, so started really just teaching one-to-ones from my home because it, you know, it's, it, it was just sort of easing myself into it. As my clients got stronger, I got stronger and I love fitness. I've been into fitness since I was very young. I was a, um, a figure skater when I was a child. So I've always been sporty. I've always, I've always been very active my whole life. And I wanted to do more. And I knew I couldn't run because it just wasn't working for my back. Um, I couldn't do certain sports um, because of, of you know, the sort of mobility issues. Um, so I really got into cycling and spinning. Mm-hmm. And um, I went home to Canada to see my family one summer and discovered all these amazing spin studios and I was just going every day and I just love the endorphins mm. I love the buzz I love the music and I've always really loved like you know sort of music and so it kind of for me it's like it was sort of that step into how can I be creative in my fitness world you know yeah. and um so yeah, so I decided to get some bikes and put them in my cellar. Brilliant. Uh, I had four bikes and I just invited a few like kind of moms at the school gate, some Brilliant. friends and word travels, you know what it's yeah. like. And um, yeah, like every couple of weeks I was adding more bikes, adding more classes and then I'm <laughs> teaching like double classes and <laughs> so exhausted because <laughs> I'm not used to doing this. Um, but my body got really, really strong, especially my back. Never had back pain when I, you know, when I, when I was teaching spin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, before I knew it, I had 20 bikes in my cellar. I had 400 clients coming to my home. <laughs> um, I expanded. I had other instructors working with me yeah. um, in other areas. You know, we expanded into bar classes and Pilates. And I was doing, like, full Pilates classes there as well. So it, it kind of, for me, established that, one, there was a need. And um, two, that, um, you know, there were people like me looking for that same kind of thing. Like, you know, I got a lot of inspiration from studios in New York and yeah. LA and London. And, you know, and I felt like, you know, I'd always go up to London to do classes. I was traveling an hour on the train just to get to a class, you know, and actually why shouldn't we have great studios down Absolutely. Here, you know, and why shouldn't we have access to amazing classes? So yeah, so SPN was born basically. I mean, and I remember when it was born because we had uh, chatty. We had offices up up the road, yeah. And it was just so. It was just amazing. It was literally like. I mean, obviously, you've explained that your interior design and fashion, all that background, you could tell that because when you walk in that place, it is 
stunning. Oh, thank you. It is. It's absolutely stunning. I mean, even the showers, you know, you go in and the products and just the, 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 the rose garden. It was just stunning. I mean, it was just beautiful. And for me personally, if I'm going to go anywhere, I really want to experience. I really want to feel that full experience and immerse myself in it. And yeah. those things are important, yeah. I think, to all of us. And it, it really did... Yeah, it's just beautiful. You, the clothes. I mean, every time I went in there, I'd end up buying some clothes. <laughs> I'd always get some amazing smoothie. You know, it was just it was just a really lovely experience, and there was just a real, very fast sense of community there. Actually, it came very quickly. I think, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, you had a lot of people that came that knew about you, but I would imagine a lot of new people just came in and were like, "Wow," because there wasn't there wasn't anything like that. There still isn't, I don't think, anything yeah. like that being offered in Tunbridge Wells. Yeah. So, unbelievable. Yeah, no. I mean, we, for me, customer journey is like one of the most important things in totally. the studio. It's great to have a beautiful space and have all the right products and everything, but the customer journey from the moment they walk in the door has to be right. We have our own scented candles, yeah. which we're always burning through the studio. So yeah. you have that sense of like, oh, this this kind of like, okay, now I'm here, you yeah. know? Um, we always have music on. The instructors always have, like, the music on in the studios to get you sort of in that in that mode. So yeah. if it's yoga, it will be, yo you know, yoga-specific music. If it's yeah. spin, it will be more high energy just to get you excited and get you Amazing. ready for that for that sort of, that, that class. Um, you know, you can pre-order your smoothies for after class, which is always a nice little so thing good. to do. So <laughs> good. Just genius. That's just genius being able to do that as yeah. well. But, yeah, there's so much thought has gone into all of it. And also, I think, like you said, I mean, music, for me, getting on a bike. And I talked to you in the studio before because I was like, oh, you know, I've got, I've got, I mean, I'm 46 this year. And I've, str I've struggled with my weight the last few years. Definitely, yeah. I think my dad passing, you stress, you carry it in your body differently. And mm. as you're getting older... But honestly, getting on those bikes and having that music, I mean, it's as close to me being in a club in my youth, I yeah. would say. But that kind of high energy endorphin is, is fantastic. So I absolutely love it. But all your classes as well that you've done now, I've done some of the bar classes, I've done some of the boxes. I mean, the boxing is just fabulous. Yeah. I mean, you've got, and you've got great uh great team there haven't you how many yeah. people have you got so, at that studio so now I've got 40 staff which wow. is kind of with the two studios it's yeah. kind of yeah it's kind of nuts <laughs> so so yeah so let's talk about so obviously lockdown happened so you guys were really busy I mean yeah. you were super busy yeah. all the time and you're yes. doing your retreats and yeah. all this stuff was going on and then literally it just hit us didn't it yeah. and I think one of the unfortunate things I mean, I mean you guys just had to shut yeah you know, like the shops. I mean, what? How, how was that when that happened? Yeah, it was. Um, it was kind of like, I, in a way, it was a blessing for mm -hmm. us because it meant that we could work on other areas of the business that I didn't have time to. But it was a shock, yeah. like for everyone, it was such a shock. And also, we didn't know how. I mean, I think there was this real fear about you know, COVID Getting and Ill, how, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, um, prior to lockdown, we were doing a crowdfund to raise the, the funding for Seven Oaks. So we were, we were in this expansion plan anyways for the business. Mm. So we were doing a crowdfund. We had to ax the fund because you couldn't raise money for mm. a second studio when you physically can't be open. Yeah. So we axed the fund, the fundraise. Um, uh, and we kind of just, you know, thought, right, fine we will we'll focus on other things. Now our other, so some of the other areas of the business that we've been wanting to work on for the last year, but haven't been able to because we've been too busy running our, you know, 
55 plus classes a week, um, was a digital platform. Yeah. So we've always had that in the pipeline and we've always been looking at it, not able to find the right partners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been, that's been quite a journey. And then all of a sudden we're like, well, we don't have a choice. This is the time to do it. So two weeks, um, prior to lockdown, we started initiating these conversations with tech companies Mm -hmm. to see how we could execute a digital platform very quickly. Um, So I was going in, I was filming probably, I don't know, seven to 10 classes a day in April. We were going in every day. Um, I would have one instructor, I would sit in the other room, I'd be filming it. Um, And you know, uh, thankfully, you know, we're filming to Vimeo, so it has a good platform. We yeah. were running live classes every day as well. Mm. Um, so it kind of kicked us into gear to get this digital platform up and running. Mm. The other thing that we did very early days was um, we hired out all our spin bikes. I saw that. Yeah. That was an amazing idea. Yeah. So we thought, well, they're sitting here. Mm. We we're, we can film like spin online. Mm. So why not hire them out? Brilliant. So we hired out all the spin bikes that we had Mm. in the studio. Um, And that was really good because it kept our clients connected with us. Definitely. And I could have probably hired thousands had I had them, you know, like the demand was seriously there. Um, So that was, you know, in a way that was quite good for us as well um, because it kept us connected to our community. Definitely. Um, And so we, we just started to build that and we really focused on running that, you know, for the, for the first few months of lockdown. So that was really, you know, so time consuming. I mean, I loved it because I was learning, I was learning about sound, about video, you know, having to kind of think in a different way. We're all having to teach in a different way Mm. because we're teaching to a camera as opposed to, to bodies. So yeah, so that was that was quite an interesting <laughs> time, but good because now we have a digital platform. Yeah. And do you think that's something that you'll keep there as well? Yeah, so we actually had a meeting about this the other day because as we know, a lot of people will come back to the studio, but probably some people will continue to do a bit of both. Definitely. Um, so what we've decided to do is to make our platform kind of an extension of the studio. So rather than doing loads of video on demand, mm-hmm. we're going to do a lot more lives. So every day you'll have five or six lives to choose from. Brilliant. And what happens in a live when you have bodies in the room is you kind of feel a bit more part of the community Definitely. because you're seeing the instructor, you're doing the class, you're seeing the others in the in the class. So it's a bit more motivating. Yeah. Um, but the class gets wiped. So we don't save any of the of the of the filming because just, you know, it, I think people wouldn't feel very comfortable coming to a class knowing they're being filmed and it's always going to be stored there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, so that's the idea. That's how we're going to move forward with that. That's fun. Yeah, so that's quite good. Um, We have since last summer also got a lot more bikes. So we've we've hired out more bikes and we've been doing this um, hire to own scheme as well, which is similar to Peloton in the sense that you pay monthly payments and then at the end you own the bike. Amazing. So that's been really good for us. Um, And... Yeah. And then the other area we're, we're focusing on is education. So train the trainer, basically. We've created Brilliant. our methods and we want to be able to teach instructors who maybe have done PT qualifications or, um, you know, uh, other training yeah. who want to learn to teach our methods, they can come and do training with our with our sort of education and training That's team. That's brilliant. Yeah, and I think there's a lot, because a lot of people come out of their training, like when I did my ride, you know, my my sort of spin teacher training, 
you know, it was two days. You really don't learn anything about music, how mm. to put a playlist together, where to find music, what works, how to design a class. You mm. just learn the basics and the safety on the bike. Yeah. So we want to be able to um, teach people that so that they have these amazing skills. And when they do audition for studios or they do, you know, um, come to us. That's so they cool. Have, you know, they have a, a bit of, of sort of substance to it that's so i mean i mean i did get a peloton bike good i did and, and yeah, i love it good. i mean i haven't been on it for the last week i was in center parks but i did i love it but i was thinking interestingly about you the other day because i was thinking you know i still will want to go to classes yeah and actually it's probably made me want to go to classes more yeah because i've kind of got my confidence up a bit because it like when i came it was great you guys always make everyone feel very comfortable and it's really good fun and i loved it and i used to come with all my guys from work yeah but also if you do get a bit out of shape you know you can be a bit under pressure yeah but actually having something at home now i'm like actually no i'm gonna get really into it i'm gonna come and i've seen some of your shares about seven oaks and Every time you put something out there with a playlist, or you get so excited about the music, yeah. it's very energising. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think you, yeah, that connection, you're not going to necessarily get that on your Peloton bike, you know. No, so no. I'm very excited about it. So tell me about Seven Oaks. Um, so Seven Oaks, uh, yeah, that's an interesting um journey <laughs> how did that so you literally like you said you were crowdfunding and you had to so you had to stop that yeah so prior to the crowdfund um like about a probably I guess it's been over two years now um over two years ago I I knew that I wanted to expand mm. and um Seven Oaks seemed like kind of it was close enough but far enough away but that little bit closer to London yeah. and it seemed like a good kind of second location definitely um so I, I was looking for properties and it's not easy to find properties in these in towns. It just isn't because the buildings are usually quite small or um, planning is an issue. Um, anyways, so I was looking around and trying to find a, a, a location and having no luck. And then I went away. I, th I, th I can't remember where I'd gone, but I'd went away and I came back and there was a letter in my post at my house. And basically um, this uh, woman and her father own this building in Seven Oaks, and they said that they, she said that they had been following me on Instagram, and they really liked what we did, and they think it could could be a really good gym, and da da da. And I thought, okay, this is really interesting. I looked at the building. I'm like, it's a really cool building. It looks like very 1970s Malibu, California. So um, yeah, so I said, okay, yeah, let's. I'd love to see it. Saw it that week. Absolutely, like I was like, this place has so much potential, like unreal. Um, and, uh, and then we started that process, but planning took nine months. Seven Oaks Council has not been easy to deal with. Mm -hmm. So planning change of use took nine months alone. And then, and then we went into lockdown. So we, we basically thought, okay, this is like, obviously not the right time. Mm -hmm. Let's just shelf it, focus on the digital stuff. Yeah. And then my husband's also an entrepreneur and he said, you know, some of the biggest businesses are built in pandemics and <laughs> built in really difficult times, Absolutely, which he's right. I mean, look at Amazon and, yeah. you know, various other massive businesses. And I was like, okay, so I decided to go to my bank and ask them if they would loan me the money, the money yeah. that I was going to raise in the crowdfund. And I thought, okay, if they actually lend me the money for this project, then I'm going to go ahead and do it. They lent me the money. Amazing. So, I mean, I was really, I was like in, in these times, I was quite shocked. Mm. 
but I have a good business plan. I have a good business. And, yes. and I think they could see also that when we are out of it, people will be investing in health and wellness. Absolutely. You know? So, um, yeah. So the project started last July. We started the work. It was a massive refit. We had to gut it. We had to dig, push walls back, create more space. Um, and it finished. We were hoping to open in December, but sadly, mm. you know, we went into another lockdown, so mm. we couldn't. Um, so we kind of sat with it empty for a few months and then we opened our doors I think when cafes could open again sort of mid-feb and we opened just the cafe where we have um we will do like we have a kitchen there so we'll do healthy food and yeah. smoothies and now we do Monmouth coffee which I'm very excited about that's so exciting <laughs> yeah so it's a it's a bit sort of it's a it's an extension of what we did before it's kind of that next sort of level for us you know and isn't that amazing when you sort of and, I, and actually I do remember having the conversation with you about the letter coming in because I remember we talked about it and you were like it was just unbelievable you almost let go of something you sort of think oh I'm not going to find somewhere and then it just gets presented to you and with the money as well sort of the crowdfunding you're like oh well I can't do it pandemic well I'll ask the bank and if they say yeah then I'll have to do, and then yeah. they do and now you're hit it's, it's <laughs> quite unbelievable it is, it's it it's is. really sort of when you sort of just give over to the process and trust in it a bit what yeah. actually ends up happening yeah talk to me about the, this jeep i'm i'm intrigued by now I, you've obviously i've seen a lot of what you've done before with vitamin drips and things like that mm. and this is quite a new thing for not london not you know for those of us who like to go over to the states everything's there and canada like you've mentioned and but not Tunbridge Wells necessarily. So there's yeah. some of that's been brought in and you're bringing a lot of those therapies in that people might not be able to get in London. Yeah. So tell me a bit more about that because I'm really interested. You mentioned the DNA and... Yeah, so um, we've been doing DNA testing for the last two years and DNA testing can give you a lot of information in terms of your predispositions Mm -hmm. to certain um, things. So um, our nutritional therapist, um, Abir, will meet with you in your first instance, um, talk to you about your goals, how you're feeling, you know, your diet. And then we send away a DNA test, which goes to a lab actually in Toronto, in Canada. Wow. It comes back and you get this full report in terms of, like, in, in regards to foods that might work best for you, foods that you should avoid, um, exercise you exercise that works better for you, whether okay. it's strength or um, cardio-based, yeah. um, even your levels of motivation. Mm-hmm. So it gives us a big oversight as to you as a person and it doesn't just because you have a predisposition to it doesn't mean you have it but if if you for example um like wheat and gluten if you if you said Mm. to a bear okay i you know i i I, you know i feel you know lethargic and i really have you know have a hard time like digesting certain foods yeah and we see that you have a predisposition in your dna then we know that you know that's something to work on yeah yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. And you also, something else that's just, I've just thought of here that you were doing during lockdown. And obviously you spoke to Giles earlier. So Giles did do a, a, a podcast chat with Wim Hof. Oh, I love Wim Hof. I know you love Wim Hof <laughs> because you started swimming, didn't you? I mean, not started swimming, but tell us a bit about that because you've been doing that as well. You know, yeah. for, for someone that was t- t- starting doing this, Jamie, because you wanted to slow down, you thought, oh, I have my third child and I thought I'd take a break. <laughs> It doesn't sound like it's gone like a break, but yeah, yeah. let's let's hear about the swimming because I'm fascinated by that. So um, yeah, so I guess I started I started the swimming. Um, I kind of started to hear a little bit about Wim Hof, and I was I I'm, I really love the idea of um, 
the cold water and the breathing and the full method, I think mm. it's a really amazing method. Um, so, you know, it's been a weird time for mm. everyone. And I think, you know, um, it makes, it, I think I've, my anxiety's probably been a little bit higher than it would have yeah, normally. Yeah. And um, started with cold showers. So I, I was doing, listening to Wim Hof podcasts. I was, you know, reading his books. Mm and just doing a lot of research around it and um, started with the cold showers um, sort of last summer. And then when I felt confident, um, went into the sea. Yeah. Uh, and that was around the time when we were running a retreat up in Suffolk. Uh, and so we, we stayed in this amazing place um, and they had a lake there. And I said to everybody on the retreat, I think we should swim. Yeah. And you can bring wetsuits, you can do whatever, you know, feels comfortable but I think we should swim and we had paddle boards there as well and I mean I'm talking mid-October mm. it was it wasn't warm okay <laughs> and lakes are always notoriously col colder than the sea yeah um so we went on this retreat um which was gorgeous it was mm. really lovely we did you know classes um we did yoga we did meditations we had this healthy vegan chef so it was a really lovely experience mm. normally we'd be running them you know in mallorca or out yeah. of the country so um but every morning we said okay we're gonna go for a swim we're gonna start our day off with with a swim yeah so we'd go into the lake and it was freezing freezing how freezing is freezing i mean what are well, we talking i mean what's safe to go in the like i know wim hof does He's Arctic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing Arctic yet. <laughs> the lowest, the coldest I've been in is five degrees. Oh my word! And that's cold. I'm that, cold to seeing here now. But like... you, I, you can't stay in water that long when mm. it's five degrees. Um, I think there it was probably eight, maybe nine mm. degrees, and we'd go in for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, I kind of have this rule, like if if the if the water is like 10 degrees, you can kind of go. 15 minutes, 15, mm -hmm. 20 minutes. It depends on how conditioned you are, you yeah. know, yeah. and how much you do it. Um, but the buzz it gives you afterwards, like it gets all the blood flow. It's really yeah. good for inflammation in the body. Yeah. It's really good for mental health. Like it, it actually, even cold showers makes me really happy. Like it makes you super happy when you've been in the water. It's strange. Mm. It's so strange. Um, so... I started going with this group of women down in Hastings. Um, there's about 30 of them and they go in every single day at nine o'clock in the morning off of Rockanor. And I don't make it down there every day, sadly. Um, but Buell Water has just opened up swimming yeah. as well on Saturdays and Sundays. So that's actually really good. There's something a bit closer to home. Mm. Um, but when I first started, I was finding streams, lakes. Every time I'd see something, I'd be like, I want to go in there, you know, which isn't actually safe. I don't recommend it because I got a kidney infection. Did you? Yeah. So, um, and my doctor's like, Maybe Don't, you should stick yeah. to the sea. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I test. I now have a water test kit. So I, I yeah, I recommend testing the water before you get in. Oh my But yeah, word. it's amazing. We'll go down. We and should it, go down. Yeah, no. I, t I mean, I said to you during lockdown, I was like, I'm definitely going to come. I yeah. mean, I, I, I get a bit, I get a bit scared about things. I'm getting better actually. I mean, even just doing doing a holiday with my kids, they wanted me climbing every day. And I've got a real problem with vertigo. Yeah. But it was really fascinating because the last few times I've gone, I'm like, I'm just not going to be scared of this stuff anymore. This is really irritating me. I refuse. And this time I was up there and my vertigo had just gone. Wow. I mean, it just, I just wasn't scared. It yeah. was just, but it was practice. Getting over the fear. It, was, it is getting yeah. over the fear. And it yeah. was, and it was like, 
I, and the enjoyment I got out of it just so surpassed any fear that I had. And the first day I was a little bit like, oh, God. But my kids' faces, they were just so cute wanting Aww. me up there. And we did it every day and it was great. So I think, but also those cold showers, um, you know, Giles does it as well. Lots of people I know, I mean, Wim Hof, obviously lots of people follow Wim Hof. But yeah. do you still do that now? Is that something you still... Yes, yeah. yeah. I do cold showers most days. Um, and I only really get to swim at the moment maybe once or twice a week not as much as I'd like to but it's it's difficult because when you're working and you know and you've got children <laughs> got three kids yeah. so yeah I mean like how do you manage all of that Jamie because you're busy I mean like you said you took you you had, you had three children yeah so you had your third child so you thought you'd take some time out <laughs> yeah you'd take some time happen. out which then <laughs> went full throttle the other way but how do you because you are incredibly upbeat you're always very warm I would oh, say and you. you know I think all of us have definitely experienced anxiety but how do you manage that roller coaster that is life with business and family how do you how do you manage that my family is so super supportive my husband's really supportive That's I amazing. think also because he's he's an entrepreneur he understands yeah. what goes into building a business mm -hmm. and he believes in what I'm doing which is massive um and my kids you know my kids are amazing and we've had this great year together you know just absolutely amazing year together because they've been at home more we've all yeah. been at home more so we've been able to connect a lot more than we did before mm. um so I feel like we've developed these really nice you know relationships um you know I have support which is good you know mm. I have a nanny that's super who's always helping me when amazing. I need it you know for me it's just about like scheduling and just making sure that you know you you carve out the time for the yeah. family and for yourself I think that the, the the thing that I don't do enough is do things for myself you know mm -hmm. and that's why the swimming was really great in lockdown because I had the time every morning I could go to a lake or I could go to the sea and I could do that and I felt it felt so luxurious to me to be yeah. able to do that and now as things are kind of ramping up to op reopening and everything going on I sort of feel like Oh, you know, I need to find that balance again because I don't want to get to, I don't want to be in the place I was in prior to lockdown yeah. because that was crazy. I'm sure everybody was in the same place. It was totally. crazy. Totally. And I think, and, and also it's interesting when you think that what you provide is that luxury for other people because you're giving the luxury to other people to relax. But actually, at the same time, we sometimes don't do that ourselves, which is which yeah. is crazy. So I think it is really important. So will you try and factor in more time for yourself as time goes on? Yes, I hope that when we open and the full team is back up and running and everybody's kind of doing their thing, I hope I can find that balance again, um, yeah. you know, and... I think, you know, we find time when we go on holidays and we haven't had holidays for so I long. Know. And I've tried taking days off, but then I end up working because I'm like, well, I might as well be working because I'm, you know, at home. Or... Yeah. So I think it's just being conscious of, you know, finding, mm -hmm. finding that, that time. So I think I will, I hope, yeah. you know, because I, I think we all need it. We definitely all need it. And it sounds like you've got a great team around you as well. Yeah, they're great. So, so I mean, so can you... This is going to be great, like you say, with London as well, because you're going to get people coming from all over. And now Seven Oaks is so close to London yeah. as well, isn't it? So people, yeah. when they're popping home, can pop in. and Yeah, we're right across um, from the train station. So that's... And, and actually, when we, when we took the studio, we thought, this is going to be amazing because um, we're going to get all the commuters. Yeah. But then this there's situation's no happened <laughs> and actually what we're finding is there's a lot of new residential in the area lots mm -hmm. of flats and things like that and what we are what we're finding now is 
before lockdown, tons of people have moved out from London, probably yeah. because property prices aren't as crazy. You can get into central London in no time. And we're meeting, I'm meeting a lot of people who are like, oh, this is amazing. Like I've just moved down from London and, you know, and so they actually get the concept. Yeah. Like totally. they understand it and they're, they're kind of like, okay, well, this is great. Now I get a little piece of London, you know, in terms totally. of my fitness and my wellness here. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's been, that's been quite good for us um, in, in that sense. But also, we're getting a lot of re residential, like mm. so many um, of the people who do normally commute mm. are saying, well, I'm actually not going to use my London gym anymore, so I'm going to start coming here. Mm. Um, or I might do a class, we do 6.30 a.m. spin classes, which I'm not teaching, um, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so they can do a class and then get on the train and go, yeah. go to the office if they're going in a couple times a week. So actually, I think it's going to create that lovely community again. Definitely. And that, yeah, because also people, I don't think people are going to necessarily go back to work five days a week. No, I don't either. I think there's going to be a lot more people working from home. I mean, a lot of my team have always worked from home. We've had that flexi working just because... Well, I set up my business with my daughter and my son were like two and one. So yeah. it just had to work, whatever worked for me had to sort of work for my team. Yeah. But I think now the whole world's opened up into, actually, you can, you can trust people. Yeah. They will work from home. They will do the job. They will do their <laughs> job, you know, because it was always a bit like, oh, work from home, yeah. they need to come in an office. And actually, people can be more productive at home. Yeah. If they know what they're doing. Yeah. Obviously, different, you know, different jobs are different. But I would imagine not everyone's going to go back five days a week. And no. I would imagine now they'll be coming to... I mean, and also people can drop in Seven O's because I'd like to come to Seven O's. I'd like to, yeah. You know, they can go to both. You don't have to live in Seven O's. That's right. That's right. And um, the way that we've structured our, our credits and memberships yeah. and stuff, so you can use them across both studios. Amazing. So you have the ability to go book classes in either either space. And what are you gonna? And so retreats. You mentioned retreats. Obviously, you do lots of retreats and things. What's the state of play with that at the moment? Because we can't really... I don't know. I mean, we we were meant to go to California last September and do a surf and yoga retreat, which we had to axe. Um, we are thinking about possibly doing Mallorca this um, October, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to make any decisions until they open travel because no. I just want to see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, you know, insurers are not covering you for COVID anymore because I mean, you they know, can't. they can't. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so, and I'm not willing to take that risk, no, you know, absolutely. it's just too much investment. So we might do another like, you know, UK retreat again, because actually that worked really well. Mm -hmm. um, and the idea is eventually when we are completely back to traveling and a bit more normality, um, I would like to start looking at expanding retreats, like doing winter retreats yeah. in like Canada and yeah. doing like snowshoeing and really make them more adventure retreats, adventure fitness retreats. Um, because there's so many amazing places to go and so many things to, that you can do. And yeah. um, it's always been a side of the business that I'm passionate about. Yeah, and you do you do come across as someone that loves adventure and, you, you know, you everything's like... Everything's just a little bit different, which is what I like. You know, I can imagine going to a retreat, like you say, just, it's just not yet, not yet average. You know, it's <laughs> like the surfing and the yoga and all those things. I love that. And has that just always been, you mentioned you were a skater when you were younger, but have you always just had that energy for sports and adventure? Has that always been a big part of your life, Jamie? Yeah. Like I, well, I grew up in the Canadian Rockies, so I spent a lot of my childhood and teens, early twenties, 
in mountains, you know, in lakes. Um, I mean, I was cold water swimming before anybody was cold water Absolutely. swimming and not, didn't even realize it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And we've, I've always been into hiking and skiing and snowboarding and cross country skiing and snowshoeing. And, you know, I've always kind of had that in my blood. My dad's, my dad's always been into the great outdoors. So I think that's always been a big part of my life, you know, yeah. and, you know, I took up surfing like 15 years ago. Absolutely love it. Yeah. You know, there's just, yeah, I like, I like being in nature and, and doing sport in nature. I think it's amazing. And can you come, like, I, I can't surf, but it, could you come and, could I come on a surfing retreat if I didn't surf? Absolutely. You know? I'm, yeah. You it's all, learn. everything is all levels. Like we do road cycling retreats in Mallorca and sometimes we'll get people who will come who, you know, haven't been on road bikes. They mm. might've been on mountain bikes. So yeah. we always, you know, have instructors there who are specialists in those areas. So they help, yeah. you know, anybody who's new. And we always gauge the level of our attendees just to make sure that, you know, they're comfortable with what they're doing as well. But that's, this is the best time to do it because you're actually experiencing it with other people who may have never done it as well. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, and it's just, so is that the bit that you love the most about your job? Because you're very creative. You're obviously very creative and you love creative. Do you have these ideas and just think, oh, we could do this retreat and we could do that? Is that is that how that happens? Do your team get involved as well more now as you're growing? Or Yeah, my poor team, honestly. I will, go, <laughs> I will call them or I'll message them and I'll say, oh my God, I've had an idea. And they're just like, <laughs> oh God, now what? Like it's it's a regular occurrence. Mm. I'll be, and, and also when I'm on these retreats and I'm in nature, my brain is like, oh, and we could do this and we could do this, yeah. you know, but it's also, you have to, it's great to have all these great ideas and big ideas, but you, you also have to drop them at the right time. Yes. You know, you can't just like go out with loads and loads of stuff because it's overwhelming for the client. Yeah. And it doesn't, it just, it doesn't work for the business. So, you know, I kind of bank ideas and then yeah. I think, okay, I, I think this will work at this time. You know, you kind of know when it feels right and when people are ready for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what else is there to come? What have we got to look <laughs> forward to? We've got seven eights, we've got Tommy Joes, we've got all these retreats, all these. What, what, are the, what are the other things that you'd like to still do? Um, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm always kind of thinking about the expansion and the growth of mm. business from yeah. a business point of view. Um, you know, I, I've always wanted SPN to be a lifestyle brand. Yes. So I want it to cover like, you know, every area of your life. And I feel like now with Seven Oaks, you know, with the food, with the kitchen there, with the wellness, you know, the treatments and the nutrition and the other areas and the physical. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're, that's kind of, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to have like, almost like my own retreat venue, Amazing. I guess. <laughs> it would be the next stage. Yeah. Um, you know, to have somewhere where you could stay, still have the other offerings. Maybe it would be a more expanded version. Maybe you'd only have like eight rooms or something, but, um, everything would be, you know, all around that holistic wellness fitness sort of offering. Yeah. Um, and you could just go for a weekend and you could pop into spin classes. You could do, you know, whatever classes you want have swimming pools, you know, just make it that kind of full. Can you make that happen, please? Well, I'm looking. I mean, that would be so <laughs> I need to cool. find a partner for that one. Yeah, because... I mean, that would be amazing. And well, I think you're definitely a manifester. Yeah. Clearly, you make things, yeah, I mean, clearly you make things happen, but also you enjoy it, like you say, and that's, I mean, for, for 
yeah for people out there that sort of are thinking about starting up their own thing what would you what advice would you give them because you've obviously been someone that's like you said support support's so important isn't yeah, it yeah. but also belief I think just believing in and going for things that you really want to go for yeah I think if um I think if 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 there's a need for something yeah. and you feel the need the chances are there's many other people who feel it definitely you know who want it um so I think it's just you know establishing that there's a market for something and that's why I think my journey's been great because I started quite small and mm -hmm. I started very you know sort of within my own you know community of, yeah. of of sort of friends and and then that growth has been sort of organic so I think you know without going too crazy in the beginning just sort of feel it out yeah. you know do focus groups do things like you know I did classes for free just to get yeah. feedback yeah. like you know just sort of you know feeling it out and then if you've established that there is a need or a want for what you're offering then I would just say go for it Absolutely. I mean if you believe it everybody's gonna believe it you that's know? so true that's good advice yeah so if people want to and I noticed this as I drove past the other day that SPN it's it's soul power nutrition yeah. that's right isn't it yeah which I love thank you I'd like you know <laughs> I mean obviously there's so many plays on SPN being a spin studio yes. as well but I just love that soul power nutrition so People want to find out more about you and 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 everything that's going on. They can literally just go to the, the main website, socials, can't they, and find yeah. out everything they need there. Yeah, our website is spn.fit. Yeah. And it's the same Instagram handle as well. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I think we would love to maybe come and we're, we're going to do a few road trips. Cool. A big chat. Come so and do a class. I would love to literally bring the crew yeah. and come along and literally do that and maybe chat to you guys and do something on site because that's something we've wanted to do is to literally come and, you know, Take ourselves out and do a road love trip it. and come and see. So I'd love to come and visit you in Seven Eights. Yeah, absolutely. If not, as like the California surf retreat can definitely, <laughs> that can come too. Yeah, you can come <laughs> on that one too. Okay, but thank you so much, Jamie. You're an inspiration. It's oh, really lovely to talk to you. And I wish you. you all the success with everything that's going on. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for talking to thanks. us. Thanks.